Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. It's money. It's Mondays. And every single day, you know, we talk about money Mondays. And on the line, we are joined by Makusho Butelezi, who's a performance coach. He's going to tell us about the role uh, that he plays at Hollard. He'll also be talking to us about how and where we can save money when it comes to life and funeral policies. Good morning, Makusho. Welcome to The Takeoff. Hey, good morning, Bungani Nala, and to the listeners. Makusho, maybe tell us about the role uh, that you play at Hollard, um, and just introduce yourself to us, please. Thank you so much. As you mentioned, and thank you so much for that nice introduction, Makusho Butelezi is the name. I'm a performance coach within the Life Solutions space, so my job, in short, is just to ensure that I support our business brokers, and that support is also extended to all our stakeholders to make sure that we put our clients at the center of everything that we do in Holland. You know, before we really get into how we can save and better manage our life and funeral cover, it's always spoken about, you know, at the same time, how is life mm. insurance policy different from, you know, a funeral policy? Or do they do different things? Or do they do the same things? Because a lot of us usually speak about these things under pressure. Thank you so much, Mugani. What I can highlight for our listeners is that they both have a payout. However, when you look deep into the differences between the two, mm-hmm. you will find that the life cover usually pays a higher benefit amount than a funeral policy. Okay. On the other hand, the funeral policy, it is designed to pay out enough funds only to provide for the funeral, but will likely not be enough to provide for the family's need expenses for the extended period of time. So when looking at the life cover, it is intended to replace the income that one brings to the household each and every month. Okay. As I've alluded that the life cover normally pays out a higher amount. Uh, why is that? Is to ensure that all those who are left behind, they receive funds to pay for school, university fees, to secure long-term debts such as your home loan, mortgage bond, or to have a month-to-month income for continuous living expenses. Okay. Uh, that's within a life cover space. Okay. So from my lay understanding is funeral cover will cover the funeral when the person passes away. And then True. obviously uh, life cover is going to pay out for you to cover expenses that potentially were paid by the person that passed away. So you're going to have money that's going to be coming in so you guys can carry on sort of similar lifestyle that you guys were living before the person passed away. That is correct, sir. Okay. Thank you for clearing that with us. So you've got tips for us on how we can save and I guess better manage our life and funeral policies. What are some of those tips? So now I'll give you about three of those tips. Uh, one would be consider moving all your funeral policies under one insurer. Okay. And let's see if we can also see how we can switch to a fully underwritten and how we can then reduce uh, the value if you're experiencing tough times. Let's look at the first one, considering moving your funeral policies under one single insurer as opposed to multiple. Okay. First thing, what we can do actually is to save, especially on our premium specifically, by having multiple insurances with different insurers instead of including all those different family members into one single insurer. When we have multiple policies, it makes a funeral cover expensive. Okay. 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 That's one thing. As all these insurers, they feature their expenses into when calculating your premiums. For an example, if you have a policy worth 10000 with insurer A, okay. and you're paying around about 35 rand each month, and you also have another 10000 with insurer B, and you're also paying 35 rand a month, more or less you'll be paying um, 70 rand each month that comes in two different premiums or in two debit orders, okay? As opposed into having one single insurer and take out a 20,000 rand cover, you'll be paying rough about 
49 rand, you would have a 21 rand saving each month. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. So with different insurers, when they infect those expenses when calculating your premiums, it becomes more expensive than having a single policy with a single insurer. That's actually not the only reason that one should consider that having or having one single insurer and having multiple. Mm-hmm. To have your policies with different insurers may stretch also your budget in this economic difficult time. Mm-hmm. That would include the risk of defaulting from your premium. Imagine an individual defaulting from paying two or three premiums. That can also be risky because we run a risk of maybe you having a policy lapse. Yeah, yeah. So basically you're saying that um, it's better to make sure that all your policies um, are with one company versus um, at different places. Correct. So as I've mentioned that if one is already defaulting on one premium, unable to cope with one premium, imagine if it's two or three debit orders. It would be difficult for that person then now to be double debited for the following month for all these policies. Okay? Okay. And once again, managing your policies can also be administratively tricky. Uh, with different insurers. You have to ensure that your beneficiary details are updated on time, remembering debit dates, and also when it comes to claims, claiming from multiple insurers can also take longer yeah. as they pay yeah. out different or the processes are very different with different insurers. Okay, that makes sense in my mind. Mercutio, mm. thank you so much for speaking to us. I look forward to having more of these conversations because it's such an uncomfortable thing that we normally run to you know, at the end, when it comes to, you know, policies. We're never sure about what's happening, but take a listen to this. Good morning, 2 million gang gang. Kahiso here. Could you please ask that guy talking about life insurances as to why people cannot borrow against the life insurance to repay their debt if they lose their jobs? Maybe they were not insured for debt. Mercutio, am I putting you under pressure here with that question? What the insurers will do, guys, because this is a life cover and it's also a funeral policy, the life cover is intended to maybe replace that income that was lost when someone passes on. Okay. So it is the payout is to cover the risk should one pass on. Okay. So you cannot borrow against it, but however, what you can do, you can use it as a collateral in the bank when taking out a loan, or as I've mentioned before, can be a home loan or mortgage bond. Okay, makes sense. Mercutio, thank you so much for chatting to us. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Catch the Radio 2000 podcast on radio2000.co.za.